It's sad when a world-renowned scientist decides to crap on his own profession. Don't get cancer in blue cities unless you think men can be women. And it turns out Lizzo doesn't just look disgusting, but she kind of acts disgusting too. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Well, I am now doing this podcast in the living room. The reason I'm doing it in the living room is because, well, Josie has set up our bedroom, which is where I used to do the podcast. She set it up like mission control. We have air filters, air conditioners. I mean, just everything going off in that room. And I've decided I, it takes me almost 30 minutes to get the, everything turned off so that we don't hear stuff in the background. And so I gave up. I said, screw it. I, wanna, I like the bigger room anyway. Right, I'm facing a wall in the room. Here I've got, I'm looking at everything. But the thing is, there's the potential for chaos. There is. And by the way, I think chaos is something that makes podcasts better. You got to have that little bit of chaos. Someone could walk through this room at any second, knock on the door, go take a shower, drink a glass of water. Anything could happen here. Anything. As a matter of fact, this is what makes this podcast better than, let's say, Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, you'd never know what's going to happen. So I've decided to just do this here. And it's, it's not like I'm hiding from the girls. I mean, the girls, I, daughter, stepdaughter is still sleeping. Uh, it's not like I'm hiding or they don't hear what I'm saying. They do. They hear what I'm saying and they even comment on it and stuff like that. So I might as well just do it more in the open and and be more comfortable and do less work trying to get the podcast set up and and get to it all right so let's hear some news and it's only one piece of news so i'm not even going to bother playing the song but uh the jobs report came out and it is lower than expected 187,000 jobs were added they were expecting about 250,000 jobs that so that didn't happen uh, wages did go up. Again, I, I take all this stuff with a grain of salt. I, it doesn't really say anything. But the Fed is a little worried. And that's what we need to take a look at. There are a couple of things that happen with the economy, economy which aren't good. So not only did we have lower than expected job growth, 187,000. Um, what we also had was our economy, our credit rating was downgraded. I think to double X. Okay, triple X is the highest credit rating you can have. Well, it just got downgraded to double X. And a lot of this has to do with a lot of people are unsure of our economy. Now, I know the Biden administration is touting everything is great, Bidenomics, blah, 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 blah. But everyone who is an economist does not think that. And the Fed has said today, oh, it's working. The raising of the interest rates is working. And do you know how they determined it's working? Well, not only is inflation going down, but unemployment is going down. The hiring, hiring numbers are slowing. That, believe it or not, is a sign that the raising of the interest rates is working. And they think it's working so well, they're thinking we're not going to raise interest rates this month. They're going to let it go this month and see what happens next month. And the idea is the Fed wants to be careful because they don't want to raise interest rates so much that we end up having a negative in job growth. That would be bad. <coughs> they're trying. They're just trying to level off the job growth. 
And don't forget, what is, an, what is inflation, which is at 3.4%? Inflation is uh, too much demand, not enough supply. And right now, there's a lot of demand out there because there's so much money running through the economy. Money because the job, everyone's getting a job again. Money because the government's been giving it out. So we'll have to see. Now, with the unemployment rate, it did go down from 3.6 to 3.5. Again, that's good. That's good. I, I, you got to give it where it is. Uh, the question is, have we, have we actually leveled off? Are we, we're not, I don't think we're going to get to 3.4%. I think right now, unemployment is going to kind of cruise up a little bit. And some of the things we talked about last week when it comes to the economy, or on Monday, I think we talked about it Monday, um, we're going to have to look at. For example, um, people have multiple jobs. There are a lot of people that left the workforce. All this stuff is not added into those economic numbers. So we'll have to see how it goes. Okay, now we have to go to this segment. I really like this segment. I'm probably going to do this segment more often. Uh, I'm going to do this every day, but I'm also going to add more to it. Let's do Dumbasses of the Day. Boy, do we have a few champions here. I, 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 I usually want to limit Dumbass of the Day to one or two. I had three today, and I couldn't skip it. I could have skipped this till next week. No, I couldn't do it, though. These, these three were just absolutely amazing. So I may have to bite into some of my stories to, to get to these. Well, here's the first one. Um, Al Sharpton. Now, Al Sharpton, we, no one has ever said that this guy is an intellectual. The only, the only reason this guy is even in any conversation is the fact that he's responsible for riots and murders and lies and racial divide. I mean, outside of that, the guy can't speak. The guy's a complete idiot. He doesn't know dick about America. And he claims that he knows all of how to get America, how to fix America. But meanwhile, he doesn't know shit about it. So here he is uh, talking about Thomas Jefferson and James Madison. And this has gone viral. This Because it was just so stupid. You're just wondering why MSNBC, where this guy talks, hasn't didn't cut him off right off the bat. Let's listen to what he had to say. Oh, by the way, he is talking about Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump yesterday had to go to Washington, D.C. And plead guilty or not guilty is being arraigned yesterday so they're talking about him so they start comparing him to thomas jefferson and james madison um unfortunately the comparison falls flat because he's an idiot let's listen one day our children's children will read american history and can you imagine our reading that james madison or thomas jefferson tried to overthrow the government so they can stay in power. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at American history. I mean, this guy, here, here's the thing. You can tell this guy learned American history from our modern public school system. James Madison and Thomas Jefferson did overthrow a government. They overthrew the British government during the Revolutionary War. That's how we became the United States. Not only did Thomas Jefferson overthrow James Madison was extremely militant by the way he wanted to kill everybody in, in the British with the British 
But Thomas Jefferson actually wrote the Declaration of Independence, which is the roadmap to how we were going to destroy Great Britain and get them out of the United States. So technically, I mean, this seems to be forgotten. The United States wasn't run by the United States government for since 1619, like that moron um, Nicole Hannah-Jones says. We were run by the British for about 100 years, over 100, 150 years. And then we took over. We overthrew them. It's just an absolutely incredible statement. And no one, no one, ever, anyone who knows history caught it. I mean, this thing is viral on the internet. It's still going around today. Okay, so our next dumbass of the day is Mia Khalifa. And Mia Khalifa, um, she was a porn star for some years. Uh, she actually has a fatwa on her because she is a Palestinian. Uh, I think she's Palestinian. So she's a Muslim porn star. And she's been new, known to do pornography with her hijab on. So, I mean, this gal, yeah. But here's the thing. There's a natural tra tra uh, transition when it comes to porn stars. They automatically go into giving marriage advice. So this porn star, who actually had two failed ma marriages before the age of 25, she's decided to give marriage advice. I, I'm Yes, I'm trying to see the transition. I'm trying to see the relationship between a porn star with two failed marriages and one failed engagement, meaning she's qualified to give marriage advice, but she does. And her advice is exactly what you would think it would be. Let's listen. Oh, we're comparing stats. Baby girl doesn't know that I am Tom Brady at this game. Married at 18, divorced at 21. Second marriage. Married at 25, divorced at 28. Third engagement, engaged at 29, ended it at 30, but I kept the ring. I'm still keeping Tom Brady on his toes. We should not be afraid to leave these men. We are not stuck with these people. Marriage is not a sanctimonious thing. It is It is paperwork. It's something, it's, it's, it's a commitment you make to someone. But if you feel like you're not getting anything from that commitment and you're trying, you gotta go, you gotta go, you have to go. I know it's difficult to fill out paperwork and to make appointments and to do all of these things, but this is your fucking life. Do you want to be stuck with someone? Period, do you wanna be stuck with someone? Only in this culture could you have two failed marriages and a failed engagement. And we're not, we're talking her marriages flamed. I mean, she was married for a year, two years. Only in this culture could she call herself, oh, could you have three, two failed marriages and a failed engagement and call yourself a Tom Brady, a winner? I'm sorry, it looks like you actually effed everything up. And by the way, you can see by her attitude. Now, a couple of things. She said, um, she, she says marriage is a sacred, she uses the word incorrectly in the, the video, but marriage is supposed to be sacred. It's a lifelong commitment. You say that in the proposal. Till death do you part. Now, my last, my last ex-wife, I was not a great husband, but my ex-wife, I'd still be married to her if she did not want to leave. 
my current wife, I will not leave her. No matter what she does, she could probably chase me around the apartment with a with an axe. I, I am not going to leave her because it is a commitment. And what this broad is basically telling you, oh, you don't need commitments. Well, then why are you making the commitment? Don't bother making the commitment. By the way, this broad was openly doing porn while she was with her boyfriends and her, her former husband. She, she said it. She used to talk about it. How, oh yeah, the husband was all for it. Yeah, I can see how much the husband was all for it by the fact that he left you after two years. So, yeah, this is, this is one. By the way, she has lived a life of bad decisions. You can see that. She's rejected by her religion. She's rejected by her husband. She has put her body on full display. She has called herself a feminist for whatever reason. She's been rejected by her family, all based on her, those bad decisions. What kind of idiot takes advice from somebody who has failed at everything because of all her bad decisions? She was a successful porn actress, but that's a failure in character. She's failed in all her marriages. And the thing is, in this culture, you fail up. I mean, she's rich. She drives a Mercedes or a Ferrari or a Maserati or some crap. But she has failed throughout her life. Anyway, thank you, but no thank you, Mia. Um, go and deal with your boob blowing up the next time it does. That, that happened to her, too. Okay, in our last one, and this guy is the winner. Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is an astrophysicist. He's famous for, a very famous astrophysicist. He's the one that actually said that Pluto was not a planet. Um, he had said that, and of course, the backlash was incredible. Even um, the uh, couple of TV shows made fun of him for saying that Pluto... I can't remember what one of them was, but said that uh, they hated him because he said Pluto wasn't a planet. And then he changed it that well, Pluto is a dwarf planet, so it's not really a planet. It's like a really big asteroid that circles around the sun and stuff like that. By the way, he's he may not be wrong. I, I, I'm not sure Pluto is actually technically a planet simply because it doesn't go on the same axis as uh, all the other planets do. But whatever. So this guy has, this guy basically is an astrophysicist. He studies physics. He uses logic to determine how things work in the universe. Well, he tried to use physics and logic to prove transgenderism. And boy, did this fall flat. Listen to what he had to say. My point is apparently the XXXY chromosomes are insufficient. Because when we wake up in the morning, we exaggerate whatever feature we want to portray the gender of our choice. Mm. Either the one you're assigned, the one you choose to be, whatever it is. And so now, here, so, so now just to, to tie a bow on this, I say to you, somewhere I read, somewhere I, I think I read that the United States was a land where we have the pursuit of happiness. Yes. Suppose no matter my chromosomes, today I feel 80% female, 20% male. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on makeup. 
I'm going to do that. Um, tomorrow, I might feel 80% male. I'll remove the makeup and I'll wear a muscle shirt. <sighs> why do you care? Yeah. What, 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 what business it, is it of yours to require that I fulfill your inability to think of gender on a spectrum? There is so much wrong with this shit. I, I can't even tell you. I can't believe this guy is a scientist. And he believes everything he's saying in this monologue. Okay, first off, DNA is insufficient? Says who? I don't say that. Other scientists don't say that or don't believe it. This guy doesn't believe that. I'll go a step further. DNA is the only thing that really determines everything when it comes to gender. You can find bones in the middle of the one bone in the middle of the desert and determine the sex and gender of that individual. And by the way, sex and gender, they're synonyms. So let's 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 get that out of the way. Gender is a term it became defined as a spectrum way back in the 1950s. It has meant the same thing for thousands of years. Genealogy comes gender comes from ge the word genealogy okay that's what it really meant so it is a it is a it is an absolute objective measure of a human being okay which is male or female and who exactly exaggerates their so right off the bat for for a scientist to actually say gender is insufficient is just flat out weird it, it doesn't even make sense DNA is actually the absolute fact of the whole matter. Then uh, other things, like who exaggerates their gender when they wake up? Who does this? I don't. My wife doesn't. My kids don't. My stepkids don't. The only ones who do that are trans cultists. They do that because they are not the gender they want to be. Because they've got mental problems. Okay, they exaggerate the gender they want to be because they have to force people to believe they are that gender. So that people use the right pronouns. A man walks out in a dress. Well, there's his excuse for, for being angry. And they're not really angry, but there's his excuse for being angry for being misgendered. And by the way, this is something that drives me crazy. Who assigns gender? Gender isn't assigned. You're born with it. You're male, born male or female. And that doesn't change. You can't change it. doesn't matter how much hormones you pump into you. It doesn't matter how many times you go under the knife. It does not change. This is something. There is a God. God makes you into what it is. And I know transgenderists say that, well, God make. God made a mistake or whatever. It, God doesn't make mistakes. You are what you are. You are not assigned anything. And just to show you how stupid this, this whole thing of assigning gender is, can you assign gender to your pets? Like a fish, a dog, a bird? Do you assign a gender to the animal? Maybe a fish and a bird because it's very difficult to tell what gender a fish or a bird is. But do you think that that bird or fish give a damn? What gender you assign it? Very arrogant. Very arrogant. And then he does this something really bizarre. I, I, I guess a lot of people 
like this kind of argument, but they are completely opposite of each other. The pursuit of happiness means that we can change our gender. The pursuit of happiness in the Declaration of Independence is a subjective posit. It is not an absolute objective thing that we can achieve. It is striving to make ourselves better, to make ourselves happy and fulfilled. We're out there to, to improve, to go out there and do things, to make ourselves happy, to make ourselves feel fulfilled. We'll never achieve. There's a reason it says the pursuit of happiness and not achieving happiness because you the pursuit is not something you'll ever achieve. Happiness is not something you'll ever achieve. It's always something you've got to strive to improve, to, to get more. And that's that pursuit is what brings us to fulfillment. I just finished writing a book. I feel extremely fulfilled. Is the book any good? No. The book is good. Don't the book is good, but I, I didn't make it perfect. And I keep reading the book trying to set it up so it is more perfect than it was before. Why? Because it's never perfect. Science, on the other hand, there is no subjectivity to it. It's objective. Gravity exists, period. End of story. The moon exists, period. End of story. Pluto is a planet, period. End of story. I don't care what this guy says. These are physical realities. It cannot change. DNA exists, period. End of story. You can't change that. It doesn't matter what you feel doesn't matter how happy you are or unhappy you are. Facts don't care about your feelings. Scientific fact doesn't care how you feel. It just is there. Finally, why do you care argument seems to be the big argument that all trans people, trans cultists come up with. And it's really a stupid argument. Do you know why I care? Well, 10 years ago, I didn't care. 10 years ago, any man could walk out in a dress and I'd, I'd look at him like, there's a guy who's got some issues. Okay, but I didn't care. I wouldn't say anything to him. Okay, here's why I care. Gender and sex are realities and they're absolute. Gender is a term that's been changed in the 1950s. It's a synonym for sex and there is no spectrum. Period. There is no spectrum. If there was a spectrum, why is it people like Tyson or uh, uh, DeGrasse Tyson can't tell me what that third gender is? None of them say that, by the way. There's male or female. Nobody says, well, here's the third sex. How can it be on a spectrum if everything is based on male and female? Even trans people don't believe sex is on a spectrum. They believe it is male or female. Why? Because a man who thinks he's a woman thinks he's a woman. He doesn't think he's some bizarre different sex. That doesn't exist. It is all on a binary. They, even the trans people stay on the male-female binary. And the biggest reason why I care is they're teaching this crap to kids. They're basing medical decisions, and we're going to get to a story on that in a second. They're basing medical decisions on this crap. So if I don't believe in the trans thing, They'll sit back and say, oh, um, we're not going to cure your cancer. Yes, that is a thing. We're going to get to that. 
People are being made miserable because they're cutting off portions of their body. They're doing that. They're cutting off portions of our body. They're sterilizing our kids. Yes, I've got a problem with it. That's why I care. People are being fired because they're using the quote wrong pronouns, end quote. Yes, that's why I care. If you guys decided to, if, if Neil deGrasse Tyson decided to go out there and just wear a dress, no one would care. But you guys are forcing us, forcing us to believe this and no one is interested in that. That's why we care. So, you know, this guy, suddenly I, I have absolutely no reason to believe. He is the winner of dumbass of the day. I have no reason to believe that this guy that Pluto is not a planet, it's a dwarf planet or an asteroid. It is a planet because this guy said it wasn't. I don't believe anything this guy has to say. Okay. By the way, he's just lost any, any, any opportunity to be a scientist. He just lost with this stupid argument. Okay, so let's go here. I mean, even me, this just shows you, you can have all the degrees in the world and be as smart as you as you want to be, and you're an idiot. I could debate this guy on these topics, and he would lose. And I, you know, I have an English degree from Cal State Northridge, not a science degree from MIT. Okay, here we go. Let's get with our stories now. We've only got 20 minutes. I'm probably not going to get to all of them today, uh, which means just go to the website, dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, and take a look. Uh, all of them are published. You can read about them. Um, so this is a story why we should care about this gender thing, okay? Because this story is happening not just in Oregon, but it's happening throughout the United States. In all of the blue states, all of the blue cities, this is happening. And it has been happening for a while. This started during COVID, okay? When people didn't believe in getting the shot, suddenly everyone was telling you, well, then that person shouldn't be allowed in the hospital and he should just die someplace, well, it's the same thing with transgenderism. So according to the post-millennial, a woman who is currently, who is a current breast cancer patient was banned from her hospital over alleged hurtful remarks, it claims, she said about the LGBTQ community. The patient, Marlene Barbara, was set to receive a mastectomy later this month. Barbara explained that the drama first began after she made a comment about being opposed to a trans pride flag that she spotted hanging in the waiting room of a Richmond Family Medicine Clinic in Portland, Oregon. Since then, she has asked online if anyone is able to refer her to an attorney. Okay, so this is essentially the story, and I've got more of the story written, uh, uh, copied down if you want to take a look at it at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Essentially, what happened was this woman saw a pride flag when she was getting breast surgery, and she didn't feel it was appropriate that a medical facility should have a pride flag. So she basically let her opinions be known. Well, she made a phone call to schedule an appointment, and they gave her crap about something, and she said, oh, it's because I obviously... Um, ticked off a trans person and they hung up on her after making several calls back and forth she finally got an appointment okay so these guys were playing phone tag finally um the 
uh, her case was rejected by the Oregon Health Science University, and she was told to go find somebody else. Okay, which means if you know anything about our healthcare system, getting a doctor for cancer is very difficult. So they, she got dropped. She had to go find a, Now she's looking for a lawyer and she's going to sue. Now, here's the thing about this whole thing. I'm going to say this. I'm going to blame her. First off, I don't think this gal handled it very well. I do believe in what she did, but I don't think she did it at the right moment. Let them cure her cancer first. Okay? I, I, I think this, this should be something that is done first. Don't sit there and throw a fit when you've got breast cancer and you're trying to get rid of the breast cancer, okay? And it obviously is really bad if they're, they're doing a mastectomy. They're trying to get rid of it, okay? Wait until after the mastectomy. Wait until after you're cancer-free. Then mention, oh, by the way, don't do it while you're with a deadly disease, it's the same thing with kids in college. Oh, they, they want you to buy this shit. Well, buy it and then get your degree and then get out of college and then bitch about it. Ben Shapiro did that. Okay? He did that through UCLA. He did that through Harvard. Do the same thing. Just just get what needs to be done done and then be an advocate against that crap. But that being said, this takes balls. She's got a deadly disease. Her, her belief system is being just swallowed up by this stupid ideology. She probably doesn't trust this. If, if you're going to a medical clinic that believes that men can be women, that tells me you've got to really question that medical clinic. But she's, she's sitting there dying of a disease, and she sits there, and she doesn't care. She's sitting back and saying, hey, this is bullshit. And I'm going to call it Bullshit. I don't care if I'm dying of a disease. It's going to be bullshit when I'm healthy. It's going to be bullshit when I'm sick. So good for her. I hope she files a lawsuit. I hope she wins. I doubt she's going to win anything because Oregon, where this happened, they accept this shit. So does the, so does the legal. Uh, so does the law. They accept it. So good for her. Um, very brave. And I hope she gets better. Okay. So Bud Light, uh, uh, they're down like 40% since this whole Dylan Mulvaney, that trans cultist, was put on their can. And they seem to be doing everything they can to get people back. But no one is buying Bud Light. And it's been months now. Um, well, Harry Schumacher came up. He works for Beer Business Daily which analyzes the business of beer. And he said he has an idea why Bud Light is going the way of the dodo. And it's not just because Bud Light has crappy beer. By the way, Anheuser-Busch has admitted, yeah, our beer isn't good enough to handle this shit. Um, why did they do this? Well, this, this Harry Schumacher, he has an idea why it, it happened. And why it happened is because Bud Light decided to move to a blue city. Higher, their marketing team decided to move to a blue city and decided, oh, hey, they went woke. 
So according to Fox News, Anheuser-Busch could have avoided recent layoffs and ongoing decay of Bud Light sales that came following its now infamous promotion of Dil- with Dylan Mulvaney and a New York City-based decision makers were more in touch with middle America, according to the industry expert. Quote, in my 30 years of doing this, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen such a shift in market share this quickly, and I've never seen it so prolonged. And I think it's kind of a wake-up call for the marketers in the CGPG, Customer Packaged Goods, that, w- that wading into culture wars can have a pretty serious consequences. It's probably best just to stay clear, unless you're a brand that trades on the kind of controversy. Bud Light clearly does not. When you're drinking beer, politics, religion, and those sorts of things should be out the door. And they broke the first cardinal rule of beer brand marketing. He continued, and this was interesting, A. Anheuser-Busch made a conscious decision back in 2015 to move their sales and marketing functions to New York from St. Louis, where they had been headquartered for, you know, a hundred years. At the time, distributors warned them that might give them a hole a hole in their thinking. It might give them gaps in connecting with middle America. And sure enough, that clearly happened. Here's the thing. That ideology that you see in New York, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco, it's a cancer. It's a disease. Okay, and it spreads. Well, it hit. It hit Bud Light. And unfortunately for Bud Light... It spread from the lungs into the blood and onto the heart because they are not recovering and they may not recover. They are on stage three cancer right now. And I mean, I know I go to the liquor store. I don't drink anymore, but I go to the liquor store and the Bud Light, they're full. The Bud White, and it's all of Anheuser-Busch that's getting hit. Nobody is buying Bud anymore. They've lost their, they're not even the top 10 beers in the United States. They've lost their number one ranking to Modelo, a Mexican beer. Yeah. Well, good for you guys. And by the way, you know, there's one way to solve this. There's absolutely one way to solve this. And people who are actually going out of their way to boycott, they are saying this. Just apologize and say they won't do it again. They have not apologized yet. By the way, if they wait till Thanksgiving to apologize, because Thanksgiving is the big drinking time, the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, things like that. If they wait till then, it's not going to look good. As a matter of fact, if they decided to apologize now in the middle of summer, which is a big beer drinking time, it's not going to look good. These guys needed to apologize the second they can that broad that came up with this campaign. They should have apologized immediately and people would have started buying cases of beer. They didn't. And now it's going to look like just another marketing ploy. And they can sit there and market to country western people. They can market to the soldiers. They can put all the camo on their beer cans. That's the new one. They've got camo on their their Bud Light cans. It's not working. Costco has already pulled Bud Light. You cannot find Bud Light at Costco right now. That's how bad it has gotten. And I know I went to Costco day before yesterday and I looked. You cannot find Bud Light anywhere. That's bad. That's really bad. So good for them. Um, and, and keep it up. Don't drink Bud Light. It's shitty beer anyway. Okay, let's see. 
this is just a disgusting story. Okay, so pop star Lizzo, she has been a cultural icon for the last few years. And there are several aspects that she has used to make people brace, embrace her and her shitty music. And that's something to remember because the reality is her music sucks. And it's no different than any other pop song out there. Okay, so she had to actually brand herself in something other than that crappy music she plays. So what did she crap herself with? What did she um, brand herself with? Well, she's fat. So she sits back and says she's a regular person. As a matter of fact, she celebrates her fatness. Even people who sit there and point out, you're really fat. And by the way, she is morbidly obese. I mean, she's almost 300 pounds and she's five foot 10. She is mo she's, she's gonna be dead in like five years anyway. But she celebrates her fatness and a lot of this fat shaming crap, fat phobia crap that they keep talking about is, is from her. So she's been able to use that to make herself a victim, which is another way to brand herself. She's black, which is another way to brand herself. Again, another victim, victim class. She's pro-LGBTQI plus poop emoji, which means she's a victim. And apparently she kind of leans that way too. Okay. She keeps branding herself as a strong woman, which she's not. I mean, if you call her fat, she's crying on Instagram and cr she's crying on Instagram and uh, TikTok. So she's not all that strong a woman. And she's a good, wholesome, poor girl that made it big. I don't know if any of that's true. Okay. But... Whatever. And by the way, she kind of defeats the purpose of saying she's black and a victim if she's a good, wholesome, poor girl that made it rich. I mean, that kind of defeats the whole black people never get ahead thing. But she's used that. Now, I don't know if the wholesome part is true. I don't know where it came from. I mean, she wears a thong everywhere. She's got pictures of her boarding airplanes with a thong on. She shouldn't be considered wholesome, but I mean, and she's really kind of fat and gross, and I don't know why she's wearing a thong. She's really disgusting, but whatever. She is what she is. Well, apparently that wholesome mirage that she's created is just not true. According to page six, three of Lizzo's former dancers are suing the good-as-hell performer, as well as big girl... Uh, big Girl, which girl is spelled G-R-R-R-L, Big Touring, and Shirlene Quigley for allegedly, that's the company she works for, she for allegedly subjecting her dancers to endure weight shaming, sexually denigrating behavior, and pressuring them to participate in disturbing sex shows. Plaintiffs Ariana Davis Chris, and Crystal Williams filed... A claim in a lawsuit filed Tuesday and obtained by page six that they were eventually fired while a third plaintiff, Noel Rodriguez, resigned over Lizzo's stunning behavior. Now, I heard different. I heard two of them actually quit and one of them was fired. I don't know what's true. I'm going to go with page six and say that this is what it is. 
While on a concert trip with the Grammy-winning artist to Amsterdam in February 2023, so that was just like six months ago, the plaintiffs claim Lizzo invited them for a night out of town, which ended in the city's red light district. Uh, there's an HR nightmare. Let's, hey, let's go dance and then I will take you guys to, uh, to a strip club or a hooker hangout. Amsterdam is known for their hookers. The area is well known for sex theaters, sex shops, and clubs and bars where nudity is on full display. So let's get to the let's get to the dirty. What did she make them do? Well, she took them to a nude, uh, uh, I guess, a female nude performance and made her made the girls touch the women, touch the women's breasts and so forth. She made the girls catch dildos that were shot from the vaginas of the performers. She made the girls eat bananas that were sticking out of the performers' vaginas. One of the dancers was forced to actually pee herself on stage in front of the audience. Wow. And it's not all. I mean, she's been accused of threatening to hit one of the dancers. She was known for fat-shaming the dancers. Now... For Lizzo to fat shame someone, that's a stretch. I'm not exactly sure where the fat shaming comes from. Unless the girls were getting close to her weight and she wanted to be the biggest one on stage. I don't know. So here's the question. Is this BS? Well, it could be. It could be a money grab. But the problem is people are quitting. So that's not a good piece of... Um, that's not a good piece of evidence that it's not true. And it's not filed by one person. It's filed by three. And that usually means more will come out. If this is filed by one person, I'm saying, okay, this is just whatever. One person wants, it's a money grab. But three? And one of them actually quit? I don't know. It sounds like it might be true to me. So expect to hear that Lizzo paid out $100 million to these gals because you know this is going to be settled out of court. Okay, according to, here's, here's another story, and this one is really disturbing. According to the Western Standard News, uh, Alberta resident, Alberta, Canada, Duchess Lo Lois requested her medical assistance in dying made file and was declined to prevent was declined to prevent discrimination. A human rights concern, said Lois in a Wednesday tweet. Okay, let's get a little background. Canada has basically legalized euthanasia. And you don't have to have stage four cancer or in pain constantly to kill yourself. Basically, you can be depressed. You can be of any age. I think the, the age of consent for this is 16. Okay, it could be 18. I'm not sure, but it's young. And you can be just depressed. And if you live in complete, um, complete pain, whatever pain is, if two doctors say, yeah, they're in bad shape, they can't be healed, they can be uh, put to death. Okay. The MAID program, which is called Medically Assistance in Dying, is something that the, the country has allowed for about a year. 
This guy was denied, and I probably just gave you the reason why he was denied. Okay, the article continues. Lois applied for MAID in January because she, it's actually a he, is a post-operational transgender woman who regretted her, his, decisions. Quote, I qualify for it as someone who is sterilized and who has undergone vaginoplasty. Two things that cannot be reversed or relieved. The doctor started off the application confirming that he was eligible for health care funded by the government of Canada, was at least 18 years old, so there's the answer, it is 18, capable of making decisions about her health, his, made a voluntary request for MAID, which was not subject to external pressure, and gave informed consent after being told about other means available to relieve his suffering. So he goes in, he turns in this, this paperwork, the first doctor that he talked to approved it, and then that had to be sent to another doctor, and guess what? The second doctor said no. The second doctor said uh, he does not apply, he does not meet the needs for MAID, and that they can reassess his clinical status later. Now, why? His vaginoplasty did not work. He's in constant pain. He can't pee. He, can't, he has no sexual function. Why? Because his penis and balls are trying to heal, so his thing keeps closing. He's having trouble getting medical assistance to fix his problems down there because Canada. Canada has public health care, and public health care does not work in Canada. Heck, if you have cancer, if you see a doctor within six months, you're screwed. I mean, you're lucky. Um, but why do they decide? I mean, Canada is all in when it comes to death. They are pro-abortion, pro-euthanasia, pro-child sterilization. What's the big deal about killing this guy? Because he's trans. And you can't for a second say that someone who is trans, who had the surgery, who mutilated his penis and his balls, you cannot say that he's miserable. So the government says he is not miserable. He doesn't qualify for suicide. So he's just going to have to live with it. This is the problem with this twisted ideology the left has. It doesn't match the reality. This is why what, when Neil deGrasse Tyson says the shit he says, he's not dealing with the reality. Most would think you would find a hole in your ideology and you'd modify your ideology a bit. But the left doesn't care about that. They won't do that. They don't care who it hurts. They don't care the suffering it causes. You see this with everything that the left supports. We see this with justice reform, which has just increased crime. We see this with drug legalization, which has increased with overdoses and misery and, and um, quality of life. We've seen this with homelessness rights, which has decreased uh, quality of life. We see this with illegal immigration, where people are coming over to the United States for a better life illegally, and then they're stuck in the streets like they are in New York right now. We see this with transgenderism, where a substantial portion of the people who go through these, 
this drugging, this sterilization, this mutilation of their bodies are now saying, God, this really sucks. But the second they say, this really sucks, and I want everyone to learn, they, they, they sit there and they demonize those people. It's the same with the economy. The economy is fantastic. We'll just spend money, spend money. It's fantastic. We'll set up regulations that you can't have a stove. You can't drive a gas car. You can't have air conditioning or a heater. Because of the because of the the sun monster or whatever, we see this with inflation. Inflation is is your mind. They don't care who they hurt. All they're trying to do is they're trying to create this utopia that just isn't there. And they keep saying, "Hey, the the uh, the ends meet uh, whatever it's called." They they're trying to reach a goal. And that goal creates nothing but suffering and misery. But they don't care. They don't care. And by the way, all these people like Tyson DeGrasse uh, or DeGrasse Tyson, he's not going to become transgender because he knows it's bullshit. He knows what's going to happen. The elites are never going to be transgender. Their kids might be because their kids are not human beings as far as they're concerned. It's all about death and misery. It's about lowering the population. Okay, I hope you folks have a great weekend. Um, I'll talk to you on Monday. Uh, God bless you all. Love you all. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.